Hey there, this is Chase Hansen, your DFW Realtor, and welcome to the audio version of my monthly updates for the Dallas-Fort Worth area home and housing market. Since this is the audio from a video update, you may hear me reference a picture or graph from time to time. I do my best to explain what's happening in those visual pieces anyways, so hopefully you can still get the content, and you can always go check out the video on my YouTube channel, Chase Hansen, DFW Realtor, if you feel like you missed anything. That should be all you need to know. Uh, you can find all my contact info if you need any help with real estate needs on my YouTube channel as well. I hope you find this helpful. Let's get into it. Hey there and welcome to the April 2023 update for the Dallas-Fort Worth, North Texas housing market. I'm Chase Hansen, your DFW Realtor. Every month I'm here unpacking what it's really like for home buyers and sellers out there today. Not based on headlines and hot takes, but what me and my team are actually seeing working with clients every day, and what we're hearing from the real estate professionals we connect with throughout the area. Not only that, but I'll break down the trends looking at one of the top factors influencing the housing market, where it's at, where it's going, so you can be informed as a consumer in the marketplace. It's April, spring, the blue bonnets are out on the side of every highway, and with the exception of some crazy thunderstorms, the weather is beautiful. And the housing market in our area of DFW has been humming along at a pretty steady rate. I've been looking at numbers, and for a year that a lot of people were forecasting doom and gloom and the end of the real estate market, the graph of our market this year has looked remarkably like a normal market. In fact, our Dallas-Fort Worth market has been stronger, more stable, and looks healthier than a lot of the markets in the country right now because Texas is still a place people are moving, and DFW has a, such a large diverse economy that it makes it more resilient than a lot of places economically. Now if you follow economic news, you might be wondering how things like the handful of bank failures we've seen, the behavior of the Federal Reserve, the potential for a recession impacts the housing market. Be sure to stick around for today's Nerd Corner, my second segment in this video, because I'll break down some of those stories and how we expect them to impact the housing market in general, and in particular for someone looking to buy or sell in our area. So stick around for that. But first, I'm going to give you the news on the ground. This is the part of the update where I give you the on the ground report of what it's like to be a buyer or seller in today's market. We're just gonna jump straight in today and start with the buyer side. So if you're someone thinking of buying a house in DFW, here's what you can expect if you were looking right now. Something we've been seeing all year so far is buying demand outpacing selling supply. And that means since January, the surprising story has been the number of people out looking to buy a house and the less surprising factor that not enough houses are available on the market for a number of reasons. Uh, what this means for buyers is there's a little competition out there. You can't just walk in and start asking for things. It takes strategy, a good negotiator, and some patience to get the house you want. A lot of houses see multiple offers and that that doesn't mean you have to throw money away or overpay. It just means if you're putting in offers, you might not get the first couple of houses you bid on. I know that's not what everyone wants to hear, but we're seeing it a lot in our market, especially if you're looking under 400000 This is why I always encourage people to start off with a good agent who can guide them through some of those things. I know I'm a realtor saying that, but the reason is because I'm used to navigating those factors and advocating for my clients in the midst of that. I've seen crazier markets the last few years, but when things are faster paced and people go in without the help, they end up either missing out or getting taken advantage of. And I don't want either of that for you. That's the buyer's side. I'll mention some mortgage rate thoughts in the nerd corner in a few minutes, so stick around for that. 
Now for sellers. The spring market is traditionally one of the best times to sell a house. We're talking March through June. That's when a lot of the buyers are out and it's typically the season you're going to get the most for your house just looking at the average sales prices over the course of a year. This year we've seen that is especially true and I say that for two big reasons. First is the lack of inventory. Right now it means that you're more likely to get people looking at your house and more likely to get a strong offer or multiple offers because there's less choices out there. There's a saying in real estate, the best time to sell your house is when your neighbor isn't. Right now, it's buyers competing over houses, not houses competing over buyers, which is good for you. The second big reason is related to the economy conversation we're about to have. There's a lot of people who are anticipating a recession of some kind later this year. And recessions tend to create more inventory when people are selling because work changes or tighter finances lead to selling. Uh, it's a bummer, but it's a reality. Fall and winter tend to be less active seasons for buyers in general, and then when you add more inventory, that could mean you get less for your house than you would today. So if you're thinking of selling, it may be worth moving up that timeline. If you want to talk about it, look at some numbers, I'd be happy to offer people a consultation on the market value of your home, walk through some research numbers, the process, what it would take to sell. No cost or obligation on your end for that. I don't believe in the car salesman approach to real estate. That's kind of gross. Uh, my goal is just to give you research and information so you can make the best decision that's right for you. And if my services as an agent can help you and your family reach that goal, I'd be honored to be a part of your team. Same goes to buyers. I'd love to talk through your plans and goals. Buyers don't typically pay agent fees in general, so it really only benefits you to start that conversation early. And who knows, maybe the answer is you wanna wait till later in the year. We can talk through the pros and cons of how your home ownership goals fit in to what's happening in the market so we can set you up well. I'd love to talk, answer any questions you have, and help you through this process. My contact info is in the description. You can email me at chasehanson at remax.net or DM me on Instagram at Hanson Realtors DFW, same tag as this YouTube channel. Now we're gonna move on to our nerd corner and talk about some really important stuff. First though, go ahead and give this video a like if you haven't already. That helps us reach more people with this info. And if you aren't subscribed to this channel yet, go ahead and subscribe to keep up with these monthly updates as well as local highlights and pro tips for people who are moving or thinking about moving. Now it's time to go a bit deeper. This is our nerd corner, where I dive into the trends, statistics, and news stories that are important for understanding the market. This month, we're talking about the economy. Dun, dun, dun. Um, there's been a few big news stories recently that have some people nervous or curious, and, and they're worth our attention. The things that we're going to talk about briefly are the bank failures, the Fed, and recessions. Now, before we get into it, I think it's worth noting that I'm not an economist, I'm a realtor. Uh, so I'm reacting to these stories based on my own market knowledge and understanding based on the experts I listen to, but I don't have a crystal ball. These are high-level explanations and educated guesses to give us all some context for how to think about these stories and how they might affect our market. But I do think it's worth your time if you're interested in this stuff. First, let's talk about bank failures. Silicon Valley Bank and the couple of other bank failures have definitely had people talking about the stability of the banking system and the economy. And while they seem to be issues with more particular mismanagement and risky decisions on the part of those individual banks, it makes sense that there's been some anxiety to come out of that. 
the thing I want to note for how this intersects with the real estate world is mortgages. So the mortgage industry is its own unique world and market. A lot of people don't realize that the lender they get their mortgage through usually doesn't keep and manage their loan, their mortgage. Those go to a secondary market where bigger and more stable banks tend to bundle up a bunch of mortgages to manage. It's complicated, but it means that mortgages are available to a broader group of people and are more stable. The normal 30-year fixed rate mortgage industry should not be really impacted by what we've been seeing as far as I understand it. Now, the place I could see it impacting is real estate investors who are more likely to be using smaller local banks for investment loans. And if banks felt less stable, they might not be as quick to take a risk on an investor flipping a house or setting up a rental portfolio or building a small community. Uh, or the rates on those loans could be steeper to mitigate some of that risk. But for the normal home buyer or seller, I don't see Silicon Valley Bank impacting the stability of the housing market, your mortgage, or any of the other factors that go into your move. 30-year fixed mortgages are highly regulated, very stable, you know costs for the life of the loan, so your budget doesn't get shaken up when there's bumps in the economy. Now let's talk about the Federal Reserve. I'm not going to rehash the Fed strategy again. If you missed that in previous updates, ask in the comments. I'd be happy to type out a brief explainer there if you want. Uh, but I, what I want to talk about is the new signs we're seeing and how they impact mortgage rates. Now, last month's Fed meeting had a smaller than expected base rate hike. Now, that makes it look like the Federal Reserve is getting a little less zealous and a little more cautious about how their actions are affecting the economy. They don't want a crash or crisis. They want inflation to go away. And what that means for us is that there's a real chance mortgage rates have seen their peak for the year. The week after that Fed meeting, mortgage rates went down almost half a point. That means less expensive monthly payments for the people who can lock in at a lower rate. Now, mortgage rates change day to day, so no one can promise you a specific rate, but a lot of experts expect those rates to trend downward once the Fed has taken its foot off the gas, and that seems to be where we're now heading. That's encouraging for people who want to buy the second half of this year or next year. And again, if that's you, it doesn't hurt to connect now and start planning your goals. My contact info is in the description. Finally, let's talk about recessions. Now, I'll preface this with the fact that recessions are hard on everyday people. Tightening budgets and riding out a hard economy is a bad time. Layoffs are tough. We're not talking about a trip to Six Flags here. We're talking about an economic reality that impacts real people. Now, I say all that because I'm going to lay out some impacts a recession tends to have on the housing market that would actually be encouraging, but I understand it's a silver lining, not a fun time. So the way a recession tends to impact the housing market is twofold, and both things we want to see. First, recessions usually lead to lower interest rates. When a recession grinds the economy to a halt, the Fed usually uses a drop in interest rates as the fuel to jumpstart things back into motion. And we have plenty of room to drop now. So we expect the mortgage rate side of affordability to get a little bit easier if a recession hits. And the other big factor here is inventory. Now, recessions can sometimes lead people to make financial changes and sell, and an increase in inventory is much needed in our real estate market. 
More inventory keeps prices from inflating as quickly, and so helps affordability for buyers, and it could help slow down the multiple offer situations so people can actually get a house. That's our nerd corner. Let me know what you think about those things in the comments. Do you agree, disagree? And make sure you've dropped a like on this video to get this info out to more people. And maybe go ahead and share this with a friend to make sure they're informed on what's going on in our market, especially if they're planning to move this year. Thanks for watching. My name is Chase Hansen. I'm a real estate agent serving buyers and sellers in the DFW and North Texas area. If you or someone you know are looking to move this year, I would love to be the agent that gets you where you're trying to go. You can email me directly at chasehansen at remax.net. Follow me on Instagram at Hanson Realtors DFW for more great content or to DM and connect as well. And you can find that contact info in the video description as well. Uh, be sure to subscribe, like, check out the other videos on my channel. Thanks again for watching. I'll see you next time.